0: Woo come on, let's play let's praise him like we need to praise him today. Hallelujah. God is good. Oh no, come on, God is good. All the time. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. They got also praise God, praise God. You know there there is there is so much going on. You guys just you guys have no idea. You have no idea. Wednesday night, the the kids were coming over to our house to have a pool party. And um, I just, I couldn't get away from it. In the afternoon, in the afternoon, I got home and I was just like, oh my gosh, because I had a couple people ask me, are you going to be at church tonight? This was for Wednesday night. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm planning on it. And to those of you that asked me that and I said that, please forgive me because I lied to you. But not intentionally, because throughout the afternoon, it kept getting heavier and heavier on me. And I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, okay, oh God, okay. And and how many of you know sometimes when God has you do something, when when you're so one with somebody that you got to say, you got to tell my spouse. (laughs) It's like, oh God, oh God, you got to tell Shelly, you got to deal with Shelly. So I came to that place where um, I said, I'm I'm not going to go to church that night. I'm going to stay at my house with the kids that were coming over. And I really felt like the Lord had me to sow something in their lives. And 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 we're gonna get into that in just a minute. But I began to start thinking about Colossians three seventeen. And it and it says, Whatever we do in word and deed, we do it unto the Lord Jesus Christ. So we had the kids come in there and where'd you get that picture at? Hey, I didn't tell you I was gonna do this. How are you doing that? Um so we I, I decided, you know, we the how many of you know it I got in the pool with the kids and good. Goodness gracious, Hannah almost drowned me. She was on my back the whole time. I mean, I was just like, "Help me! This is a pastor abuse. This is pastor abuse. This is..." You know, she just kept dunking me, and I'd come up and dunking me, and then there's Raymond over there doing a leg sweep on me and taking me out. I'm like, "This is. I think I need to go back to church." But the, the seriousness was it, is, is that I couldn't let it go. And I said, okay. I told Shelly, I said, I'm going to stay at home with you tonight. Everything's taken care of at, at church tonight. I said, Linda's going to do a wonderful job. And, and Tom and Linda, I know, send their love. They're not able to be here today, but they send their love to you guys. And, and I said, I, I, I started working on an illustrated sermon for the kids. And maybe I'll do the illustrated sermon for you sometime here. But I got the kids and we sat around the pool. And I don't know how many there was, honey, 15, 18, 23 kids were there. And I started doing this illustrated sermon about how um, how jesus cleansed us and how what happened in the garden and how we were pure And I don't want to give away my illustrated sermon to you because I think it's for you guys also but I just shared with them how much that jesus loved them and God did and he, and and I came up and the water was pure and they sat around there and they looked at it And I said that's how you are in christ And I said and then through our lives before we're christ and I started The, the water got dirty and they were like, what happened to the water? And they're like, it it's, gets dirty. But how many of you know it can be cleansed through a relationship with Jesus? And four children came to the Lord in our swimming pool on Wednesday night. And those are the four and promises, one of them that, you know, even if she's, I if, don't you know if she's made that decision or, or summer, excuse me, that she's made that, that decision. But, and it was like, she, they, they came forward. And I said, you know, do you want to receive Jesus? Because this is what he does for you. And one came, and then another came, and then two more came. And you probably couldn't see it, but I was, I was probably just telling them about the decision that they're making. Isn't that cool? I mean, and I just, I mean, so what I'm saying is this, is I told you over the next few months, you would begin to get glimpses and pieces of how our time away, our seven or eight weeks, as some people want to continue to expand it. Um, that what God has done and, and has done through us and and was done in us. And there's been some tremendous things that we feel like we want to step into. But one of the things, that, a couple things that I want to share with you today um, is that I want to give God praise and glory for that. Because it's not every day that that happens. And it was like, how many days does a pool party turn into, you know, kids coming to Christ? And, and and that's really amazing. And I want to thank you. I want to thank all of you that were here at the church on Wednesday night um, in the classrooms doing everything that needed to be done. I want to thank you for doing that. Because without you guys doing that, this couldn't have taken place. And there's one other person t- today. There, there's many that I want to give honor to. But I want to take just a moment, just a moment, and give honor to this guy. Uh, James, would you come on up here just one second, please? Um, and, and I'm telling you, they're like, wow, James, James does a lot with Celebrate Recovery and, and, and I, uh, I'm, I'm honored and I'm grateful for you. And a few years ago we had some issues with, um, with the soundboard and, um, um, uh, we, we had a position that opened up and we needed somebody to help fill that. And James was like, you know, I'll, I'll do this because he's got such a servant heart and, and I want to thank you for that. And James was like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in. Sometimes, how many of you know the fill in? You know, this was like a couple years later, you know what I mean? But, you know, with, with Chris and Justin and Bobby and some of the other others beginning to step up, then, you know, it gave the your fill in part was, was coming to an end. And I was like, how do we honor you and how do we thank you for all of that? because you stepped in at a time where we, we needed that, and I just want to, this is a this is a card that we have that we want to give you, and and there's, we just want to honor you, so let's give him some praise today, and thank him for his service, and I just want to thank you for that. Thank you, thank you very much. I you. Thank so much. You are amazing, and nothing goes, nothing goes unnoticed.
1: James, I just want to thank you on behalf of our worship team. You know, the sound men have the toughest job in the church. Because I always say that when we sound good, we get all the credit. But when we say bad, they, when we sound bad, they get all the blame. It's true. And you don't see what happens in practice and, and how much we're like, turn us up, turn us down, this, 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 you know. And so they are trying to please numerous of us. And then I've seen... People go to sound people back there and <laughs> turn it down, turn it up. You know, they have a hard job, and it sometimes goes much unappreciated. And so on behalf of the team, we just want to say thank you, thank you. We honor you, and we thank you for your time and your willingness to fill in.
0: And I'm excited to see what God has for you too, amen? Amen. he's looking around like, okay, where can plug in James? Let's give him some, one more praise, and more hand of praise. Thank you, Lord. Okay, real quickly. I just um I just oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um I think part of us have lost our identity in what we do instead of who we are. And it's hard to come to a place where you feel like you've lost your identity. And You guys may not know how challenging it is for me to get up here and preach to you. It's not challenging from the point that I'm living a life of sin. But it's challenging to the point where when I was in the 10th grade taking French, I got an F. And I figured, well, F rhymes with French, so I'm in the right class. <laughs> but my F wasn't because I didn't hand in the work. I, and this was just in, in one part of my classes. That, but they had an oral presentation that you had to give up, get up and stand up and do that in front of the class. And you may not realize it or not, but I told the teacher, I'm not doing that. But yes, yet I would wrestle in front of 3,000 people at one of our wrestling matches in front of those people. But I couldn't get up in front of a class and parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, madame, oui, monsieur. I do a little bit of French now, but I think in Back then, I didn't realize how important it was. I should have got up there and learned the stuff and done it in front of the people because now I'm in Africa and they speak French. So I took an F because I just wasn't going to, I figured I could make good enough grades to offset my F and a D at the end of the day might have been good or a C might have been good. So I just took an F Wayne, on that class in the 10th grade to get through my foreign language and I wasn't going to get up and talk in front of people. And then when you're doing it, there can be part of you. Is it okay if I'm transparent? There may be part of you that enjoys, enjoys it. But the truth is, there's part of me that I could be fine over here. And Shelly knows my gifting. And if some of you know the gift of service, James, that you serve people I do that. I can do that. I that's what I do. I love to serve people. I love to serve my wife. I love to serve others and I love to serve you and and without serving you physically sometimes it really makes me feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, but yet I know that I'm serving you guys spiritually. So even in some of our time that we've had away traveling and in, in our happy song from California to Arizona for four and a half hours or however long that was and I'm just telling you I just got happy and I stayed happy and I'm gonna stay happy And it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. I'm gonna continue to be happy And I would rather have that than the other (laughs) So I feel like that uh, Some of the things that when we got together and talked about some issues that I felt like we lost vision in some areas and I want us to be able to revisit vision. Maybe we got, we got caught to the place where we stopped dreaming. Have you, come on, somebody. Maybe you've come to that place sometimes in your life where you've just stopped Dreaming. Or you said, I've tried this, or I've done that, or I've done this, and I've tried the, the Christian thing, or the church thing, or the religious thing, or whatever it might be, and you say, I'm just don't, I just don't know where I'm going. I don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. I don't know if I even understand what's going on in the world or the universe, let alone in my own life, in my own family, inside my own self. Am I talking to anybody here today, this morning? So we began to resurface and say, what's important to us? What makes me bang the table? What is it that I'm passionate about? Because sometimes we can get so busy doing a lot that we don't do anything good. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? So I began to start thinking, if you want to, Mike, let's pull this up just real quickly. About how do, how do I change your world? And, and I began to start going through some scriptures. And let me just share with you a couple scriptures real quick. And I'm just going to touch base on this. In Matthew 28:19 he says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And I thought, have we gotten away from that? And I'm like, no, we've gotten some people that have gone on missions trips recently. You know, Italy, um, I went to Africa last year. And it seems so long ago that I went to Africa. And they're wanting us to come again next year and I don't want to go without some more people to go with us and I know it's expensive I know it costs a lot of money it's over three thousand dollars a piece to to go to Africa to fly there and to be part of that and to be involved with that and you know God has a way to make a way when there seems to be no way oh come on somebody And that may seem far away and some of you may not be able to go to India and Susan and some others went to India and I began to start thinking about our vision more and I thought, you know what, we have got to give you opportunity to go on missions trips. And that's something that we're going to begin to start talking about. But as I began to read this and I began to think about Jesus and he was talking about going and making disciples. And it, and it reminded me not only in Matthew but what the scripture says in Acts. In Acts chapter uh, 1 in the, in the second part of that verse it says, You shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. And theologically, you can break it down and say, basically, we're supposed to represent Christ here in in Woodward, in our state, in our nation, and the world. And I, I received an email from Mission Native America, and I remember where Billy Graham said, America will not truly experience revival without the host people being dealt with. And I don't know how many of you here, I'm not going to take a survey that have Native American blood in your system, but don't be disappointed or dishonored by that, but be honored by that. You know, I have, I have German blood and, and Irish blood, and they're like, I swear you got that red hair. And I know some of you are like, you don't know I have red hair, but when I was younger, I had uh, really, really red hair. We'd have no idea what color your hair is now that you have your head shaved. But, you know, I tried to shave that too sometimes, mine too. Is it? So I have red hair, and some people were like, well, that's why you're angry, because you're redheaded. You're redheaded, you're angry. That's not the DNA in which God placed within me was to be an angry redheaded. That was something that I got a hold of either generationally or my parents or somebody else just said, that's the way you were. How many of you know I'm not, I'm not angry because I'm a redhead? Come on, somebody. So, I began to, began to really realize that we needed to be able to continue to reach out and touch people. And we began to start thinking about some things. So, real quickly, I want to sew this into you, and then I want to get to a challenge. Is anybody up for a challenge? Anybody saw a video about 21 days of challenge? Anybody? Did just a survey? Okay, there's six of us. I guess that video didn't go very far. Then, No, I'm just giving you a hard time. It's 21 days of challenge. But first of all, I wanted to share with you, I got this email. And some of you may know Dr. Jerry Mash, who at one time was um, the legal counsel for Governor Bellman, and he's a godly man, and he, ha- he heads up what's called Mission Native America. And a lot of times they go on the trips, the mission trips. And Mary Stone wrote, um, I love my sister Mary. She's a full-blooded uh, um, Cheyenne woman, and, and I love her. I, I washed her feet one time many years ago to just ask for forgiveness for what some of the white people had done to her. And it wasn't me personally, but she received that. And I think there's been some things shifting since then. And, and they, would, they would always call me like the week before. Oh, we got a missions trip. We're going to go to Sioux Indian Reservation over there in uh, North and South Dakota. I'm like, when are you leaving? She's like, uh, we're leaving Monday. I'm like, Mary, I got to have some longer. I got to know farther out. I, I got people that would love to go. So let me just share with you about this this mission trip what we're looking at doing Mary has done what I asked her to do and she let me know beforehand and she says we want to be able to go and it's going to be October 20th through the 20 she said the 24th possibly the 25th it really depends and what we do is we're going to go to the Hopi nation and it's going to be in Arizona and and Shorty was at the one that we went to Homa, Louisiana, and Wayne was at the one we went to Homa, Louisiana, and we took semis and product and everything else. This was back. What did I say? Oh yeah, Jerry, where is he? Jerry was with us too. Um, you know, we took a couple high school kids with us. That those guys have all grown up and gone to college, and I mean, scholars even even gotten remarried, got gotten married, and and who knows, he may be expecting a baby yet now so that was a while back and it's really neat to see what happened there but we got a chance to go and I can't I can't forget that Wayne I can't forget that and part of the vision at Living Word Fellowship was to make a difference not just here but around and I don't this one here I can tell you right now you can go and it, it probably won't cost you anything it won't cost you anything because we're going to get provisioned in order to be able to go even before we set foot into the trucks to go. Is that something you can sow into? Is it something you want to be part of? Here's what I'm saying is that we can make a difference in different nations. Just like Wayne and Kelly are making a difference in, with their ministry, and I know that that's going to begin to expand. This is just all part, a part of the puzzle that God has together for us to do. So it's mission Native America, and I want to continue to give you more information about that. I was going to try to pull up her her email, but I'm kind of a one task kind of guy, so it kind of I don't do real good trying to you know find an email and um, and also talking to you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the uh, other one 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 task guys say, "Amen." <laughs> I'm like, "Hang on, honey. I'm watching something. I can't hear you." <laughs> hold on, time out, let me say, okay, now I can hear you, I'm looking at you, or wait a minute, you know, I'm cooking on the grill, oh, come on, somebody, let's not step on some holy ground here now, you know, I'm cooking on the grill, and then, you know, and then you get me off doing something else, and then guess what happens to the meat? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: He was talking about our mission trip, and and there is things you can't forget, and uh, Shorty will remember this. And we was at one lady's house one night. She lived in a trailer house set about this high off the ground, and her bedroom and her bathroom floor had holes in it. So we go by that night to check to see what kind of material we would need, and her daughter had to translate for her because she spoke French. Couldn't speak to us. The next day we went there, and as the day went on, she cooked lunch for us and everything. And there was a her son had built a patio or a little porch out on the one back side of the trailer, and it was about to fall down. So we built it up, and and I was trying to get her to come out. And her daughter says she's afraid to walk out there on that. So we finally got her out there on it, and I jumped up and down on it, and she cried because that was the east side of the trailer, and she could sit out there. And the sun wouldn't be on her every evening. She had no air conditioning. But how the Lord works, and her daughter mentioned it, by the time we were done that evening, she was just a visiting with all of us and speaking just plain English. We could understand every word she said. We could communicate with that lady. We called her Mama Opal, right? So, you know, that, that's things you can't forget if you ever go on one of these. There was more, but I can still see her crying because she could come out and have shade of an afternoon.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember it. it. was like she didn't, she didn't want to go out. She was like, I don't trust going out there. No, no, no. It's all been rebuilt. No, I don't trust going out there. I'm not going out there, you know? It's like, yeah, well, yeah, you could, you could jump up and down. And Shorty and them replaced, I think, the bathroom and stuff in her house. We did uh, some ramps. We fixed roofs. We... Anyways, it's, I'm telling you, if you can do this, we want you to be part of that. So that may be during the week for some of you, and some of you may have some time where you're working and say, look, I want to take a few days off and, and go do that. Uh, we're going to begin to line some things up. So this is going to be an opportunity not only for you to serve, but there'll be opportunity to pray for people. There'll be opportunity to minister to people. And how many of you know you're going to have an opportunity to love them? And here's the thing. You love them unconditionally because you're there giving and you're not expecting to receive anything in return. And I'm telling you, that does something in your heart. This is the email I finally found. Thank you. It says, there's a mission trip to the Hopi tribe in Arizona scheduled for July. They were originally going to schedule it for July this year. But due to health issues by Dr. Mash and Dr. Swallow, we were unable to do the mission trip in July. Our most recent staff meetings with Dr. Mash, he indicated that he wanted the mission to go forward. I conferred with Dr. Swallow and Dr. Big Pond on this request, and they were both in agreement. Dr. Big Pond has requested a distribution for, the same, for some time ago, and it was discussed at the meeting and all three apostles in February. And that was what was going to take place in July was the target date. But I'm in the process of putting together the details with, with help, From Brandy Brandy also helped her and Dr. Big Pond was available to give directions. So October 20th to the 24th, maybe 25th are the dates that were open. I hope this is enough time arrangements. I'm sure she put that in there for me because I've been selling. Hey, I want to go. I want to go. I hope there's enough time arrangements for to be made to you to be interested in going on this missions trip. Sincerely hope that you can be part of this mission. I need your help. Okay. Here's what here's what we need. Our trucks need insurance first of all. All need to be made sure that they are road compliant. There is a list of things that need to be done to the trucks. Resources. There's two places that we're working on getting items. We will load semi-truck loads full of furniture, appliances, Kitchen items, everything else that they may need. Travel time. Depends on what map you use. She said the travel time is 12 to 13 hours, mostly on I-40. Lodging. It would be on the reservation. The Hopi Culture Center looks like the closest lodging. Now, if you're a female, we would love for you to go. We, we go with a lot of males and females, so I just want you to know that the, we'll, we'll, we won't lodge. We won't lodge together. We'll lodge separately. But, you know, there's lodging available. She says, the first priority is the truck, So please pray for the money to come in to take care of the insurance, repairs, tires, batteries, windows, etc. Please pray for me. This was Mary. She says, this is the first time I've led this operation, and they've been doing this for 27 years, I think, that they've been actually working with Mission Native America. So, first of all, I'm going to say pray, and if there's anything that you can do to give into that, give into that, okay? Okay. Um, some of you may have received some Summer of Hope envelopes that I'd, we'd mailed out to some people and said, look, if you've got some issues going on, if you could send them back in. We still had youth camp going on. We still had children's camp going on. We still had the back-to-school bash. And sometimes we get out and we're vacationing and doing those things. This will give you the opportunity to do that. But I want to take just a moment and let's pray for this mission trip. I want, look, look at me just a minute before we pray. I want you to join us. If we could take a van full of people, we would love to take a van full of people. And I know some of the kids are are probably saying, you know, I'd like to go, but I'm going to be in school. I understand that. And some of the moms and the families. But if there's any way you can do this, this is a local mission trip that that won't cost you hardly anything at all to go. In fact, I believe if we, we can raise enough money here... That we might be able to just say, look, you, you don't have to pay anything. We can go. Let's all go, and it's taken care of. I believe that's the way God wants to provide for us. But I want to pray for Mary, first of all, and I want you to ask how you can begin to get connected to this. Let's pray. Father, you know that we are casting vision to make a difference in somebody else's life. Those that are less fortunate than us And sometimes we may think they're less fortunate for us, and then when we get there and we find out they're a lot happier than we are. And I ask you to to just begin to stir in the people's hearts and their minds if they want to be part of this. And some of those that say, you know, I can't be part, but I want to be able to sow, that they'll be able to sow. And some that say, I want to be part, but I can't go this time... They'll be looking forward to the next opportunities we may have. But God, I'm I'm praying for Mary, and I ask you to help give her wisdom. I know that Dr. Mash and his wife Cuba have so sown their entire lives into this ministry to make difference for others, and I know they're hurting with physical opportunities right now. I know that Jerry's overcoming the stroke that he's had, the two strokes that he's had. And I know that this is his heart, and I believe that this is their vision and it's part of our vision. I ask that the people here today begin to start seeing vision that this is part of our mandate also. And to want to be part of that. So, Father, I bless every person that's excited about the possibility of going. I look forward to hearing from them in the days to come. And we pray for this mission. We pray for connection. We pray for automobiles and trucks to be able to run. We pray for provision. We know that you're going to meet that. We pray that the Hopi Nation is now going to begin to look and say, where does this come from? And we're going to say, because Jesus loves you. And we're going to be able to go and love unconditionally, not expecting anything in return. And when we give out of that, Lord God, you fill us up and that you'll fill us up. Thank you for those that are going to be able to go, those that are going to be able to send, and those that are going to be able to, to go in the future. We thank you for this in Jesus name. And everybody said amen. Would it be okay if I had the ushers come and just bring some baskets and as the Lord leads you if you want to give into that whatever offering we take right now we will make sure it's for Mission Native America. No no compulsion on to give. You just give out of your heart if that's what you want to do. And I'm going to get into the 21-day challenge. Somebody say 21 days. Come on, say it louder. Come on, I want to hear it on the microphone. 21 days, 21 days, 21 days. How many of you know the number 21 is the number of honor? Say honor. The number of honor, how do I know that? Because when they have dignitaries and they honor those in our government and our military that they give at at the time of their funeral, what do they give them? 21-gun salute, because it is a number of honor they honor. So so it's about honor. Real quickly, the 21-day challenge. Are you ready for a challenge? I'm like, man, I'm going to challenge somebody. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you, and it's not to do harder. It's not to work harder. It's not to do things in and of yourself, but it's to be able to say I'm going to challenge you. If you're like we are, and we talked about this on a few Wednesday nights ago, it's sometimes gradualism comes in and and we have all of a sudden our fire is lost for the Lord. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's it, it, or or the things that used to I could I'd hear about a miracle and I go, oh, that's nice. When I get that way and I hear about a miracle, I got to look at something in me. Come on, somebody. But when somebody says I got healed, you know what happens? I want to be able to receive that healing just like they receive that healing. I want to rejoice with those who rejoice. Come on somebody. I want to weep with those who weep. And those are the things that I'm talking about on this 21 day challenge. I want you to do something you've never done before. Or how about this? Do something that you're not doing now. Let me say that again. Do something that you're not doing now. I wanted to find my phone. I, we were talking to a pastor from uh, a token God's house um, yesterday and he, he, he I'm going to share this. He had this prophetic word from the Lord and it was like ooh ooh oh, ooh oh, ooh ooh oh, Here's what it said. When comfort and security have a higher value than obeying God, it makes cowards of us all. When comfort and security have a higher value than obeying God, it makes cowards of us all. And he went on and he said, It's not wrong to have security as long as security doesn't have us. We get comfortable. We get comfortable. And the 21-day challenge can be a way that you can say, I think it's time for me to get out of my comfort zone. Hello? If we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we always got. And there may be some things that you're doing, and that's wonderful. Some of you might be saying, you know what? Hey, I I set my alarm at 4 in the morning, and I get up, and I journal with the Lord, and I hear from the Lord, and that's great. I'm not asking you to change that. Continue that. But what about some others that maybe could do that? Now listen to me. and I want you to hear my heart today. It's not about doing it out of a works mentality. Because he says, James says, faith without works is dead. And this morning when I was praying, I I realized that, that if we get into that place where he says, faith without works is dead, that how many of you know works doesn't grow your faith? Oh, come on. Works does not grow your faith, but your connection with God, when your faith is where it's growing in the things of the Lord, then guess what will happen? It's a natural byproduct, and works will take place. A fruit tree, an apple tree, is going to bear what? It's a natural byproduct of what it is and what's in the DNA. So a lot of times I realize that you know we've gotten to that place where I haven't challenged you maybe enough, and I ask me for I ask for forgiveness for that. Then we're going to challenge you even more. We're going to challenge you what? We're going to challenge you to worship when you don't feel like worshiping, because that's the time when is the breakthrough is coming. We're going to challenge you to be happy when I don't feel like singing a happy song. I'm telling you, there was times where she was like, I don't feel too happy right now. We put that happy song on her. I look over her and she'd be happy, 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 happy. Probably because she was laughing because I was singing to it and that usually is, it's getting better. I stopped my confession that I can't sing. In fact, who knows? I might just be like Kenneth Copeland where he wasn't able to sing and they were like, please, Kenneth, don't be singing no more. And then Kenneth Copeland said, Lord, I want to be able to sing and it be in tune, and I'm getting there. Come on, can I get an amen from anybody in this place? I am not going to join the worship team. And Susan and Tatum are like, amen. But I want to challenge you. Will you take the challenge? There's people watching us on the internet that have, that have seen the video. Well, will you take the challenge? Will you take the challenge? What's the challenge? You want me to get up at 4 a.m. every day? I'm not going to decide that for you. But I'm going to challenge you. Is that what it's going to take? What's it going to take? Statistics show that it takes 21 days to create a habit. Six months to make it your own. Let me give you an example. Uh, my wife moves the trash can. It's no longer at the end of the counter over there. It takes 21 days, and she's like, Go throw the trash away. And I go, Oh, oh, where's that trash can? Oh, there it is. Are you with me? I'll do that. This is just an example. Here, throw this trash away. Even our grandkids. Would you throw that in the trash? They'll go over and go, Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, there's no trash can there. Where is it? Come on, ladies. You may move a piece of furniture. And the guy comes in and goes, my recliner is right here. I know where it is. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Or they move an end table or night table or you move the bed or whatever that might be. As in our human nature, it takes 21 days. Here's our, this is our mind motor. It just, it automatically just goes to this. It just goes to this. Oop, it's not there any longer. 21 days to create a habit. Six months to make it your own. So what we're wanting you to do is create a habit. Turn to your neighbor and say, create a habit. Are you guys ready to put your seatbelt on? There it is. Buckle it. i got to have shoulder straps because I drive faster. <laughs> Mine's got to be like NASCAR. Hook my helmet in too. My, you know, I don't... <laughs> this is serious. What's standing in your way with God? Well... I do appreciate that. You're right. Sometimes it's ourself. It's unselfish. What's standing in your way? And I'm not saying this in a condemning nature in any way, shape, or form. I'm saying what it is that for the next 21 days... We talked about fasting, and I was beginning to, you know, I could give you Ezariah 8 and, and, and where they talked about fasting as a nation. And I could tell you about Nehemiah where Israel fasted as a nation. I could, I could tell you about other times where they fasted as a nation. And I began to think about Isaiah 58 where he talks about, is this not the fast that I've chosen? He's giving an example, and he talks about loosing the bonds of wickedness, the bonds of yoke, and to free the oppressed and to break every yoke. Listen, guys, I want to be everything that Colossians 3 says I can be. And I'm going to challenge you. The first challenge is I want you to stay in this scripture for 21 days. How about a challenge? Would you read it every day for 21 days? Would you read it every day? Well, I'll, I'll read part of it. and But if I stop here and the Holy Spirit's illuminating this part of the scripture, then I'm going to stay in that, then stay in that. For 21 days. See, when they talked about fasting, it wasn't just going without. Because if, I, if I'm working and there's a lot of times where I'm working and working and working and, and Shelly's like, did you have lunch today? I was like, you know, what time is it? It's 5.30. You know, I, I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> didn't even think about it. That's not fasting, y'all. That's just going without, right? It's just going out, going without it. I don't want to just go without something but I want to go and and be determined to say if I'm going to do this then God you're going to replace it with this. Come on somebody. So whatever it is that you could say you know what the next 21 days, I'm going to take this challenge. I want to take this challenge. Will you take the challenge? Will you do something different? Will you say, look, I'm going to set my alarm clock? And uh, some of you are getting up with kids. You get up 15 minutes earlier or 20 minutes earlier. Or how about after you get them to school that you come back home and you go, okay, I'm reading that scriptures. Or you're going to pray. Maybe how about some of us that got away from praying? We don't pray about it. I'll pray for your brother. And then you never pray for them. But how about if we stop we do it all the time whether we're traveling or where we are Sometimes we can be in the middle of a grocery store or somewhere else and somebody somebody can Facebook Shelly And oh, let me let me clarify something. I'm not on Facebook much y'all But Shelly's on it. She sees some things, but if you want a personal message to me Send it to her through that and I'll get it I'll get it Oh speaking of Facebook What about a 21 day challenge where you're doing it once a day? What about a 21 day challenge and it's not just Facebook? What about a computer? Some of you are watching videos all day long, some of you are making videos all day long, whatever that may be. I'm just here to tell you that what is it that's standing in the way of God? And I began to start thinking, man, if I spent as much time, three hours watching a football game, and spent three hours in the Word of God, would my life begin to look a little bit different? Would I be able to continue to have the vision that God's given me? Would I be able to continue to go in that direction? Now, Colossians, let me balance this out. Colossians 3.17 <laughs> says, Whatever I do in word and deed, I do it unto the Lord Jesus Christ. So if I'm watching a video of the Minnesota Vikings beating the Oakland Raiders, then I'm doing it unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, guys, can I get an amen? <laughs> and some of you know, and, and, and it's a lot of times I watch a ball game, and I'm watching when the ball game's over, I want to see who got, got, they're giving God glory. That's what I want to see. So sometimes it's not just about the ball game. It's about, God, where are you showing up in somebody's life here? I, love, I loved Kevin Durant's speech about his mother and being the most valuable. If you haven't seen that, Google that thing on your 21-day challenge where you decide not to get on the Internet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did somebody? Well, that must have been, Lord, that must have just been you. Anyways, I, I, I want to make it lighthearted, but I also want it to be real. What is it? We ran, into, we ran into Shelley's friend that she's been a friend with for 25 years in Oklahoma City, and we ran into her, um, and she said she had decided that Facebook was just controlling her life. This is her story. She's decided not to get on Facebook as much, and she also showed a testimony that her husband... This is Dee, Dee we're talking about and her husband Jerry and hey Jerry. That now all of a sudden he's saying, I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to be the man of God that she wants and that she needs in the children. And something's beginning to shift and something's changing in Jerry. And they're even to the point where they they visited they visited Amarillo and um and they said they were like I kind of like Amarillo. No, sorry. Uh, uh, where is it in New Mexico? A place in New Mexico, Albuquerque. And said, this is exciting to us. What is exciting inside you? And what do you think that you can come to that place and take this 21-day challenge and just begin to say, I want to shift this. How many of you have a word that you got a word that, the, that you got a one, your one word? Have you picked that up for many weeks? Have you let that go? How many of you might say, geez, you know, I haven't even been reading the Word of God. It's been six months since I've read it. But I get on Facebook and I read a little scripture here and a little scripture there and all this. And that's all good. But is that really replacing what God wants to speak through you and go through you? How about some of you might be, you want to eat right. 21 days. If you want to start eating right, make a difference in what you eat, how you eat. Those are some different things. I just want to challenge you. What about you take a walk with your wife or your, or your children or your family or grandchildren and say, you know what? In the evening, we don't do much. Let's go for a walk. Let's, let's go on the walking trail or let's walk down the road or let's walk in the neighborhood and let's just hold hands and talk or let's just begin to talk with one another. How about if you if you begin to say, "You know what? I watch a whole lot of TV and you begin to start shifting that and say i 'm going to take a twenty one day challenge and i 'm only going to watch television for the news, which sometimes we even don 't even know if we can believe what we hear on that, but the news what you or information are you with me to come to that place that that you can turn off so are the days of our lives and you know uh, the the secret storm or the i don 't even know the shows anymore but you know what I mean they were that are on TV. That's all my grandma did I remember in New, in New York when I'd come to my grandma She would make these little pies and I'd go up there and eat two or three before my brothers and sisters got home from school So I would get some and she'd always be watching uh, uh, So are the days of our lives and and the secret storm and I that said that's a long time ago. You can google it Is one of them shows out there what I'm saying is this it's not the show It's about saying, will I take this challenge? Will I begin to have peace? Maybe some of you have been agitated and some issues have been going on in your life and you haven't had peace. Maybe you'll take the 21 days of challenge and say, I'm going to have some shalom in my life. I'm going to have some peace in my life. And no matter what my kids are doing or grandkids are doing or mother or father or the world's going on, I'm going to remain in peace and the kingdom is going to be released in me and I'm going to have peace for this next 21 days. Because I believe that if you decide that and you say, look, I'm taking this challenge and I'm going to have peace And two weeks later you're out of peace. You can get back in peace. Come on somebody And then when you begin to create a habit of peace, then you're releasing the kingdom because there's righteousness joy and peace in the holy spirit maybe that's that 21 days I want to what about if you invite somebody else to take this with you I'm gonna have the ushers come if they will this is my 21 day challenge Anybody want to join me on this because i'm doing it if nobody joined me here today or not I'm still gonna do it. Can I get an amen? And, and you know, you, some of you need to be challenged. You know, let me put it this way. I think you all should join. I think you should all join. In fact, give everybody a card, and then I won't be able to say, Lord, I didn't give them a card. I can say, Lord, I gave him a card, and the option is them. You want to grow with God? Anybody want to grow as a son or daughter in the, in Christ? I want to grow with him. I want to grow with him. I want to grow with him. I don't want to be stagnant any longer. I'm tired of drinking the old same old Kool-Aid. I want to be able to have some fresh water. I want to be able to swim in the clean water. Come on, somebody. That's what I'm wanting to begin to have today. So we're challenging you for 21 days. Susan, would you come on up and play for me, please, sister? Will you take the challenge? The question is, I told Shelly, I said, maybe I need to put it this way. Have you got guts to do this? Has anybody got guts? Are you afraid? Are you scared? Well, then let's take this thing. Let's look fear in the eye and say, you know what? I'm going to do this, and in 21 days, I'm not going to be the same as I was before. I'm going to be kinder. I'm going to be gentler. I'm going to be more compassionate. I'm going to be operating in the things of God. I'm going to look fear in the face and say, I'm going to replace that with faith right now in the name of Jesus. Do you have guts to stand up and say, I'm going to take this challenge. I am not going to let anything hold me back. I am going to be the new man. I'm going to operate in the new life. I'm going to get some new things going on in my life. I'm going to believe God again. I may have forgot about it and didn't believe Him, but now I'm going to stand up and say, I'm going to take this challenge, and I'm going to believe you, God, and I'm going to make some changes in my life, and they're going to be for good. They're going to be everlasting changes in my life, and I'm going to break out of where I have been for now, and I'm breaking out into that 21-day challenge. Come on, somebody. Oh, come on, somebody. You ought to be shouting and saying, Yeah, I'm doing this thing. Now here's what I'll do. Here's my commitment to you. Here I'm telling you to fast Facebook or stuff like that. But I, I for the next 21 days, beginning tomorrow, so the 21 day challenge is going to start tomorrow. So you've got time to say, God, what is it that you want me to do? My commitment to you is for the next 21 days. I'll post something on Facebook. I want to say, okay, God. <laughs> What happens if I oversleep? I was supposed to be on a prayer call at four in the morning and I, I got up at two and went back to bed and never woke up till six, missed the prayer call. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit to 21 days that what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on that Facebook and I'm going to give you some words of encouragement. And some of you may not be on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, here is my phone number, 254-7587. Listen to me you text me your number and I will put you in a group text and if you're not on Facebook, I'll text you out what we're going to put on Facebook. I'll text you out words of encouragement and it's going to be me praying and hearing from God and, and God moving and me giving you that encouraging word from, from a father, from a dad that loves you and wants to encourage you from maybe a place where you are needing something. So for the next 21 days, starting tomorrow, I'll have that, and I will do that, and I will do that for you, because I know there's some of you that aren't on Facebook, and if you'll just text me your number, and if I don't have it in my contact list, just tell me who you are, and I'll put that down, and I will broadcast that out, and I'll share with you a scripture, I'll share with you a heart, I'll share with you a prophetic word, I'll share with you what God wants to do with you. I'm telling you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And there is such a shaking going on even throughout the world in Iraq and, and, and Israel and some of the places within the world that we've got to come to that place and say, but you, God, but you, but you, but you. You're the one, God. You're the one, God. I'm not asking you to fill this out today and hand it in to me. This is not to hand in to everybody. So take a real deep breath and say, okay, good. This is for you. This is for you. I want you to fill it out. If you say, you know what? I want to eat healthier, and I'm doing without, oh, I'm doing without sweets for 21 days. Ugh! You don't know how hard that is for me. But I believe that's what the Lord has shared with me that I'm going to do. I'm going to break this sweet thing in my life. I like sweets, and I think it needs to be in moderation. Are you with me? But, man, I love me some chocolate. And I got to start with putting a sign on christie has got a little bowl on her desk and I come through and it has some little bitty, you know, the miniature ones, Bryce, you know what I'm talking about? You know, the, yeah, the mini, she has the miniature ones and I'm like, get back away from me. But I, I say that because we're laughing because it's funny, but it, it's true. It's true. Oh, you're here. Okay, good. Did you hear that? <laughs> say no. No. I'm giving you permission to slap my hand. If I begin to reach in there, you go pow. Get back in there. Get one of them yardstick rulers. Get back out of there. Will you take this challenge? Why not? Why not take the challenge? Let me ask that. Why not take it? Why not take it? Why not take it? Well, it's because, Pastor, you don't understand. I might get in there three days and I may fall. So if you fall, then you just get right back up again. But you don't understand, Pastor. It's not easy for me. I know that that's why it's a challenge people are giving their lives in Iraq Christians are being persecuted all over the world not just Iraq and they're giving a whole lot more than just spending time with you some of the things that I just want to talk with you just a moment about is maybe some of you guys you know I don't know I don't know about the time what about lunch can you take 15 minutes at lunch can you go to your truck can you say, you know what, I'm going to have a bag lunch for the next 21 days. And you go to your truck and you just have some time with God. You read the scripture, whatever that might be. I'm going to leave it up to you and how that is. I'm already receiving some texts and I, I thank you for that. And I'll get that. I, that's my commitment to you guys is I'll, I'll post that. I guess I can post that on our deal, right? Our deal and send that out, it on the church deal. Will you take the 21-day challenge today? Will you join me? Anybody want to join me? Come on. There's safety in multitude of counsel. I need some safety with this thing for 21 days. The scripture on there is Psalms 91, 15. The first part of that verse says, He will call upon me, and I will answer him. Let's call upon God today. Let's call upon God today. I'm going to pray, but I'm not going to dismiss you yet. One more thing. Let's just pray. Father, we just thank you for those that are stepping into this 21-day challenge I ask you to continue to bless and strengthen them. Give them the wisdom, the rest of tonight, today, tonight, to where tomorrow starts, that they can begin to change those habits and begin to form new ones and begin to increase their intimacy with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, David and Shauna, come on up, guys. Things have shifted in David and Shauna's life, and... Um, we, we told him we weren't going to send them off. We told him we were just going to let them go for a little while because they're going to come back. But his job has changed, and, and they've transitioned a little bit. And we just, want, we just want to, first of all, we want to thank them and to let them know that how much they're loved and appreciated for and how, how much we believe in you, how amazing you guys are, how wonderful that you guys are. And I know this has happened before. Sometimes you've gone, come back, gone, come back. And I was like told Sheldon, I said, look, they aren't going to be gone that long. Whether it's a year, two years, whatever that might be. But I know that you, I want you to know that you have a loving family here that loves you and cares for you very, very much. And we just want to, can we just, will you guys stand as we dismiss today? And we're just going to pray over them. Do you want to say anything? Because I know you probably do.
3: Uh, It's... You know, when we first come here, and and even when we're gone, it's it's always like coming home every time we're here and and seeing everybody. I don't want to try to look at you, cause, <laughs> but I just want to say y'all are awesome, and and that we love everybody here a whole bunch, and uh, you know, and and we both feel like that it's you know probably going to be a year or two, and uh, and, I, and I think it'll be better. So uh, it's always better when when we do God's will, so, uh, you know, we're going to follow where the Lord leads us, and we decided to, you know, we were thinking about I was going to work two weeks on, two weeks off, and now it's three and one, and, uh, which is cool because I get a week, a month off that I've never had before and and making more money, so, uh, you know, me and Sean are good being apart for for about a day and a half, two days, the, th- the third day is when it gets pretty rough, so... <laughs> We decided it'd be better to have all of us together up there. So, uh, but we love everybody. So, and we'll miss you. Um,
1: As we've started this new transition, um, Eric's talking about this 21-day challenge, and God has already started challenging me. Um, I'm a—if you've ever been around me—if I want something, I don't do the whole eBay thing unless I can buy it now. Um, I don't like to wait. Um, when I want something, I want it now, and I'll pay a little bit more if I can have it right now. I don't want to wait. And um, it's been a long time, I mean, I, I read the Bible, but it's been a long time since I've actually sat down and enjoyed a good book. Um, but heaven is for real. The DVD finally came out, and we didn't go see it at the movies, and I waited because I wanted to read the book and watch the movie all within a matter of days. And so we went to Walmart. Our our closest Walmart is 45 miles from our house. So we live in the middle of nowhere. So we have this, we bought this smart TV so that we can get on Living Word Fellowship's website so we can watch because there's not a church within miles that we can um, attend. And so um, I got the book and within the first chapter, the town that the little boy is from is 15 miles from where we live, and for the first time in a long time, I read a book in three days. We watched the movie as a family, as we all cried, and I'm telling them, you guys missed pieces. No, this is not what happened. Oh my goodness, you missed it. They missed so much in the movie um, that's in the book, but as as we go there, um, know that we're we're continually with you guys um we're praying and believing god is doing a big work in living more fellowship and take this challenge take this challenge not just for them but for you grow with the lord and as we journey we'll see where god takes us i mean um the our little two are very excited about the transition our oldest is really having a hard time and um God has just given her so much favor we got there and um I said you know what we're gonna go to the pool and so we went to the pool and we met this girl named Hallie Hallie came out bebopping she's a little high school girl and she's like who are you you're new in town I want to know you you know and so we started visiting with Hallie and Hallie was like I said Cammie loves basketball and um she said you know what basketball camp starts tomorrow bring Cammie and so Cammie got to go and make friends with Hallie. Well, she's made so many high school friends and stuff they've asked her. They get to pick who they want to be their high school manager. And they've selected Cammie to be their high school manager. And so she's gained so much favor already. And so we're just seeing God work and we, are just, we just appreciate your love and your prayers as we go, but know that we're with you and we're online watching and, uh, and serving from afar. So as
4: I ask the Lord about you, and I think you already know that that I have prayed all this time (laughs) that he have the same job, the same pay, and the same perks in and around Woodward, and I'm not changing my prayer. But God says you're like a rubber band. And as he stretches you out and you go out, then you are snapped back when it's time. And he just wants you to know that it's okay to go. Even though I don't say that, but he said that. <laughs> it's okay for you to go, but know that what I really have for you will blossom from here. And you will grow into into a like the tree the the mustard seed tree. He said, you will grow up so big that that birds will nest in your branches. And so as you go, I, I want you to enjoy going, God says, but know that you're coming back.
0: I got this recording. Come on, come on.
5: The Spirit showed me a picture of you guys on an ascent. And you know how it is sometimes traversing a mountain. There's switchbacks and hairpin turns. And yet, the atmosphere around it looked like Virginia's skirt. There's there's not a lot of clarity. You can't see like you want to. But the Spirit wants to encourage you. You are on a divine track. It is, it is God-ordained. And you'll not regret taking the plunge because there's divine appointments like you've not seen before. And they're going to come quicker and quicker. And right in the beginning, you don't see. You can't see. But you're going to come to a level after you make a switchback. And it would have seemed kind of harrowing. And you realize, whoo, got through that. All of a sudden, the pattern becomes clear. There is a purpose, there's a plan, there's a time. There is a person that you will bump into that will forever change you. You're going to begin to have heavenly visitations, heavenly appointments. You're going to move into a place of justification. And I don't know what that means. But I'm telling you, it's all good and it's all God.
0: So go with gusto. Amen. Thank you, Lord. What I want to do is as we dismiss the service, we're just going to let... We're going, they're going to be up here. They, you guys can come up there, shake their hand, hug their neck. But we just want to release them, Father. We just release them into their plan, their purpose, and their destiny. Father, we just declare that you are you, the new thing that you're doing, Lord God, that they will take that challenge and they'll begin to walk in that. And we just thank you for them. we declare blessing, 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 grace, and great grace over their lives right now, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you. We're dismissed. You guys, come on up if you want to. Say hello to them. If you need prayer today, we uh, we would love to pray for you. We'll have our prayer teams right over here on this side. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. Take the challenge today.